Hello and welcome to Soccer Rangers Podcast in Space. That's right, we're here. Tingling your earbuds once again. Ooh. Guess what? I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. 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 I'm John. I'm the Silver Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. I'm Amy. I'm the Pink Ranger. I'm Robert. I'm the Red Ranger. And he's Tyler. He's the Black Ranger. I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. That is the proper call letter now uh, from top to bottom of my most favorite to least favorite people. (laughs) (laughs) Me and Rob was a toss-up, truly, but... (laughs) We had to flip a coin. We had to flip a coin. So, guys... How's it going? The coin picked right. How's it going, guys? Guys, how's it going? How is it going? All together now. How's it going? Good. I feel like there's a record skipping somewhere here. <laughs> how's it going, guys? How's it going? Are you not? Well, enough about you. More about me. <laughs> I was at a con. How about you guys? I was at a con. John wasn't at a con, but he was involved in a con. A, a huge, a huge con. But he can't talk about it for legal reasons. <laughs> not without his lawyer here right john correct i need my lawyer to be here (laughs) so tyler i know for a fact you're lying you were not at a con you were at an expo yes and for our longtime listeners we have had talks about the difference between expos and conventions and it is kind of true because when you go to an expo it's very big halls with lots of merchandise and then guest stars, and that's kind of why you go to expos, uh, like Comic Cons and such are all like that, where it is more about, it is a lot more about like commercial buying, and uh, then seeing guests. That's cool. What was it called? Opposed to like, uh, this is one that we've had here uh, uh, for a while now, um, the, the Sask Expo or Saskatchewan mm. Expo. Um, it's one I've t- I know I've talked about it before. A yearly as it goes. Uh, and it's gotten bigger, which is good. It keeps getting bigger every year. Uh, and we, I like to see that for cons. It, it gives us a reason to go to places to do things. Because uh, we had our other... Uh, we only have, like, here in, like, my city, we only have two. We have got one anime convention, which has panels that aren't really that good because no one really makes panels for that convention yet. And so it's still kind of small. It's grown, but it seems like it might be hitting a, a, a point of, like, it needs to get back past this little barrier for it to grow even more. Or it might be stuck there. And then the expo I just was at, just at uh, which was nice to see because, actually, here's a positive note, is the idea of, like, this is the thing I've talked about before, where we go to conventions where I am. Uh, it's not really a thing yet like the idea of like cosplay culture 
is around, but like how to act around cosplayers. It was normally like I'd walk around in costume and then you just wouldn't, no one would ask for pictures or anything like that. It wouldn't be, people wouldn't get excited. They would be like a more like a hushed tone, like, oh, it's that character. And then they would just be, it wasn't, it wasn't seen as like, oh, I can go interact with him. I can go ask to get a picture with him or anything like that. It was a lot more of that this year. Either that or maybe I was in a better costume. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe your costumes uh, have all sucked up until this point. <laughs> maybe they did. Maybe that's the answer. But regardless, this year was a whole lot more of like I brought out uh, uh, my 3D printed Keyblade and like literally right in the gate it was like people were like, oh my god, that's Hero's Deputy or Favorite Deputy. They, I heard, there's multiple names for it because of English to Japanese translations. Um, <laughs> anyways, people are saying, oh my god, it's that Keyblade and they're like, Literally, when I walked in the door, someone was said, "Oh, it's favorite deputy. I my con's already complete. I, that's all I needed to see." I was like, "Oh, that's mm-hmm. that's a good thing." So I brought that out and walked around with that. It's heavy. Forgot how heavy it is. Keyblades are heavy. And then this is the thing about expos. It's nice to like be in costume, but it's a lot of aisles. It's all just aisles. So you'll hit an aisle where it's just got a group of people, and you're like, if you're in a big cosplay. You can't really get through it. And if you got a cosplay with a prop, you're now one-handed for this entire time where you have to, like, it's encouraged to buy things where you're just constantly going up and down aisles to buy stuff. Yep, the struggle is real. <clears throat> um, at the con I was at, I was with uh, a Ninetales and a Vulpix cosplayer, and they had a really hard time in the merch hall, the dealer's hall, with their tails, so... Rest in peace, everyone, with big, cumbersome costumes or props. Was it worth it? Would you do it again? Always yes. <laughs> it always seems like a yes. Yeah, it's definitely. like, you if you plan it in a way, like, that's how I did it. I was like, okay, I'm going to go for two days. The first day, I go in costume. That's the busy day. Second day, I go around in my own clothes, and and then I go buy the things that I wanted to buy. So... I think, I think that's the way to do it. You go for a day. That's how I always do it for other stuff, too, when you go through the merch halls. It's so much easier to go through merch halls, not in costume. So you can just, like, look at everything and then peruse. And then if you want to be in costume, that's the taking pictures. But if you want to do both, you kind of have to, you know, you have to, you have to sacrifice one for the other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, that's all I got, guys. That's all there was to everything. it? That's all I got. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing. There's like expos. It's like who do you see? They they had guests there. They had um, uh, Michael Rooker. So I saw a guy on stage, and I was like, oh, that guy's been underneath Sam's dress, <laughs> and was also uh, Yondu. So those are the things I've got going for that. He's a he's a he's a pretty cool guy. He's very out there, and he loves to get into the crowd because he had like the last five minutes. He's like, we got five minutes left. There's a whole lot of people that still want to ask questions. That's what I do like about expos is like seeing uh, there's some fun characters for who like to do these circuits. They have uh, they like to talk to people or they have really interesting stories. And then you just having everyone is going to be different because it's always people asking questions with microphones. So you can just whatever they ask can bring up any kind of story randomly. So you do kind of learn interesting, intimate feels more intimate, I guess is the way to say it. But yeah, he jumped down in the crowd, and he was just like, I think of a question I'll answer as quick as possible. Uh, and some of them, he was just like, uh, they're kind of hard questions. Just like, how many movies have you been in? And he was like, 
uh, next question. He just keeps walking <laughs> on. That's pretty funny. So he's a funny guy. He's a treat to see. But that's like a, if you ever go to an expo, I'd almost say not cosplay at expos. It's just it's fun, but it's it's not as worth it, I guess. That was half the reason why I didn't stay in Winston at PAX this year. Especially with the yeah. back 40 was all blocked off and there was all the security stuff. It's like, oh, damn yeah. it, this is literally not worth it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. that's kind of what I think. It's like, expos are so much about seeing celebrities and buying items. Well, it's... And what is the basis of expo? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Exposition. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're trying yeah. to sell you something. Whether it's a service, an interest, a concept, or an actual product, that is the purpose of an expo. It's something that, i got to be honest here, I kind of wish that E3 would reformat itself, you know, a little bit more around that again. Because hmm. that's looking like it's going to be terrible this upcoming year. Oh, yeah. Yep, no longer about the... Uh, Electronic Entertainment Expo, and now it's going to be more just about influencers and social media and games. Because apparently the guys that run E3 don't understand that Keanu was a big hit, not because, you know, he's Keanu and he plays games. He was a big hit because, oh, one of the most hotly anticipated games of next year, nobody knew was going to be starring at some large capacity. Keanu fucking Reeves. Yeah, that's amazing they kept that secret for so long. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but now it's like, oh, Keanu made this work. Okay, we're gonna go and have rappers no. going and doing things. We're gonna have wrestlers doing things. We're gonna be... Oh, remember that thing that we did on Mixer where we were showing off that new mode in Gears of War 5 and we went and had all those wrestlers mm. that were going and playing the game on another stream on Mixer? You know, that that was great, wasn't it? It, it? Like, more than four of you watched that, right? Yeah, that's what we're gonna make the whole convention about now. Thanks, Microsoft. You ruined E3. (laughs) Rob, your rage is getting you sidetracked. (laughs) Sorry. As it often does. (laughs) It's the only place I vent. Well, I wonder. Like, are we going to talk about... Well, no. Let's get Amy. Amy. Yeah. How was your convention? (laughs) Okay, first off, I'm going to start with something that has nothing to do with Rose City Comic Con, which is where I went. Guys, you're lucky I'm here today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because, uh, so don't go with the cheapest hotel, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even the cheapest hotel. Spoilers! Okay. <laughs> all right. the details. I want all of them right now. Hotel okay. Horror Story, go. <laughs> so my friend books a hotel, and in the past, she has booked uh, interesting hotels, but they're always safe and fine. Um, when she booked for SoccerCon, she booked the Baroness, which is a one and a half uphill walk from the convention center mm-hmm. with real metal keys. And it was quaint. So she thought this would be quaint. And the only pictures on Google were outdoor photos. It had a one and a half stars. And reviews said things like uh, simple, basically just a place to sleep. And we're like, that's fine. We're only going to get ready and sleep here. So we late check in and it is... Uh, midnight, and we marked that we were going to do a late check-in. The, uh, it's kind of like an alley. Like, it's a very, very small area. We drive up, and nobody's there, so we knock. Somebody comes up from the back room where they're watching TV, and we go into this really dirty, dusty check-in area. 
on the wall is a poster with a man in boxers, like a like a dad bod guy, and it says the art of seduction. To my right, there is a water cooler empty, and it says money for Dana's uh, breast surgery with coins in there. So who I presume is Dana comes up, uh, and she checks us in. And it's pretty sketchy, and we're signing off on things, and my friend signs a no refunds clause. And then we see a no visitors clause, and she crosses that out and said, oh, no, that's just for patients. So we're like, oh, okay, so maybe there's some, like, medical, you know, thing she has worked out. So we go around the side, and by the staircase there is a bathtub with wood and pallets near it, which is strange. And she goes to get the futon that we needed for a third person. We go into this hotel, and I cannot describe it. I have never stayed, even, like my broke-ass friends growing up. I've never stayed in a place so shitty. There's chipping on the wallpaper. The curtains are just pieces of fabric that were cut. Uh, all the sheets are mismatched. Um, and she brings up the futon. It's essentially one of those uh, upholstered uh, coffee tables. And there's stains on it. And she brings out a sheet with cigarette burns on it and a comforter that has some stuffing coming out of the bottom. Uh, as we're going up, we see people outside smoking and such. And I don't remember how we figured this out, but this was a halfway home for people who were in drug recovery slash hotel um, with paper thin walls. The sheets had what I presume to be blood stains on the pillow. It was freaking disgusting. So it's midnight, we have nothing else to do. So we stay the one night and then get the fuck out of there. And our friend luckily let us stay at her Airbnb. But it was just like, oh my gosh. So all that money was gone. Because, you know, no refunds clause. Which should have been our first clue. But we're so tired. So, yeah. Oh, oh. And I forgot. In the morning, we hear this guy yelling. Uh, just like screaming at 6 a.m. And like, presumably, he's doing that like, drug addict sick cough hack thing. Where you're like, are they puking? Are they hacking? Are they going to be okay? We were like, okay, we need to leave before we get stabbed. <laughs> it was like, I, I took pictures. I can't adequately express how sketchy it was. <laughs> it was, uh, it was quite a, quite a time. But the Airbnb was great. So, <laughs> the Airbnb was nice. I, I know I book your flights and all that stuff, Amy, but um, can I start booking your hotel? <laughs> I'm starting to worry a little bit now. <laughs> This actually wasn't my fault. My friend... No, no, I understand. ...kindly did this part for us. But next time I'm going to investigate. <laughs> she even sent us a link, too, and was like, does this look good, guys? And me being lazy as hell, I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> Didn't click on it. Uh, but I went to Rose City Comic Con. Uh, I've actually never been to Rose City Comic Con. It was a birthday present for my friend. She Aww. loves Pokemon, and she requested... Uh, she's been on our podcast. She used to be the uh, Fairweather Friends podcaster. That podcast is disbanded, um, but okay. she's pretty well known in the Red Bear circuit as Jinx. Um, but she, yeah, wanted everyone to dress up as Pokemon Gajinkas. So we had a Gengar, and it was her first time at a con and cosplaying, and she was awesome. We had a Ninetales and Vulpix, and Jinx was the Vulpix. <laughs> And uh, my uh, friend, who does not have a social media presence, but does a lot of drag, did drag teeny. And it was amazing to see drag makeup combined with cosplay. It was so good. I was like, holy hell, she had scalera lenses. 
I killed Rob with that dad joke. <laughs> I'm too sober for this. <laughs> um, and I did Gajinka Charizard. I was originally going to do a Tokopi design that I've been working on, but I didn't want to rush it because I'm doing that for KomoriCon and I don't make my own designs often enough to feel confident with it so i wanted to copy it so i speed built sunset dragons charizard in two days because <laughs> uh i'm a crazy person and but it, it turned out really good i was a little nervous because it showed a lot of skin and i was like oh i haven't done a cosplay that shows this much in a little while um but it was all good Every, it was received really well and then you know i just felt really good about myself so it was one of those self-esteem building moments which was nice um I did a lot of shoots. I shot with Idle Apertures. I finally uh, shot with Darkane, uh, Vince of Cospix. Uh, he, Cospix, if you guys don't know, is a pretty big cosplay photography presence in the Pacific Northwest. They've been around for like 10 years. Uh, they have a website and photo galleries. You'll see them at Anime Expo. They always have a booth that says, let me take your picture from Cospix. Uh, so we had been playing social media tag for a while where uh, I've been like, oh, I'm at this con, and we just haven't met up, and like, oh, if I see you, let's do pictures, and we just don't see each other. So this time we made a plan, stuck to it, and uh, actually did some really, I got some really good shots. I was super impressed with that man. Would highly recommend him um, if you can pin him down. <laughs> and then I also ran into his friend Magical Girl. Uh, production Studios, I'm going to have to look that up because I want to give her a good plug. Magical Girl Cosplay. Link in the description. Yes, please. Uh, and she was so sweet. And it was amazing to see how two photographers with the same setting, like the same uh, area, we didn't go anywhere, but they just did so much with lighting and settings and, and just making it look different. So I'm excited to get those back. Uh, and I went to one panel. I haven't been to panels in forever. And this panel was bats. There's a panel about Literally. bats. <laughs> There's a panel about bats. So they used uh, Batman. They <clears throat> analyzed Batman's superpowers and his relationships with like Robins and Poison Ivy and Catwoman. And then discussed actual traits in bats and how uh, accurate or not accurate they are to Batman. And it was so informative. It was so good. I was like, this is the content I need. And the guy was a bat biologist and he was so passionate. Uh, I, I loved it. I love animals. I love nature documentaries. That was the only panel I went to, guys. <laughs> I went to the expo hall and got quickly overwhelmed. Um, there was a lot of stuff in Artist Alley. I'm seeing people move away from fan art so much as doing their own thing, which is really cool. There were some people trying to jumpstart their own comic series or advertise their own uh, web comics. And there was a lot of art that just featured popular aesthetics. Um, and there was just a lot of unique art. I don't have any cards because I was just like, didn't have pockets because <laughs> I barely had pants. <laughs> I had pants, but they were mesh and I had my underwear on the outside of them. So. <laughs> I was going to say, um, can we really define that as pants? <laughs> and my friend was helping me speed build it. She was great. She uh, hot glued all the scales to the bra and she did all the hand sewing for me, which I hate. So really I would not have, and she just like working with somebody, I work so much faster. And for some reason being able to cuss about the project and have someone hear me is so much more cathartic than just screaming into the ether. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I just think that's really interesting because fan art is technically illegal. Um, people argue fair use, but it, it's not parody a lot of the time. So a lot of it is either illegal or legally dubious. So it's yeah, nice I, to kind of... I think that's probably the better wording on there because, I don't know, l looking into this... That, that particular subject is kind of a weird one because it's not still technically illegal, mm -hmm. but it's also something on where ownership still remains to that of the original creator or title holder. So while it's not illegal, they can still go and press charges. It's in one of those weird legal areas. A dubious area. Yes. Le legal limbo. Just like uh, John's activities from last weekend. Legally dubious. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was just he'll really impressed by that. About that. What was that, Tyler? I said he'll have to kill you if you keep talking about <laughs> I that. I know, and then he'll get kicked out of the United States and Canada. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, train of thought, train of thought. Come on, Amy. Oh, they had some really good Princess Bride guests. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the panels, I, I only went for Saturday because it was for a birthday thing, and I... It, I wasn't really in charge of my own schedule, if that makes sense. Like, I, I left for a few um, photo shoots, but generally we were trying to keep the group together. And I did the smart thing. Uh, I packed uh, a dress that matched so I could change into that when I was tired of wearing my cosplay and not go into a restaurant dressed like uh, <laughs> a belly dancer. So that was smart. Um, but... Uh, my friend who had a Squirtle backpack that I made for her. Oh, yeah. I had a friend who was a Squirtle and a friend who did a really cute, like, school, tasteful schoolgirl meows. Um, and because I helped my friend make her Squirtle backpack, I got rights to store my stuff in there, which was awesome. <laughs> I was like, I get squatter's rights in your shell, baby. <laughs> but um, I, this is probably TMI. Whatever, I'll share it with all this internet. I uh, couldn't wear a bra and underwear with my cosplay, so I put those in her backpack, and I put my dress in there. And, of course, I picked, like, the hot pink, weirdest, like, I don't know, like, some crazy underwear. And she's, like, looking through, and she's like, what is this? <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you <laughs> to my roommate Whoa. for carrying my stuff around. Uh, I don't have any fun stories of like having hot pink underwear. You just had them under your cosplay, and therefore no hijinks were had. Yeah, I just I wore them. So what, what can I say? I was gonna say I've got hot pink underwear stories, but none of them have to do with conventions. John's That's fair. Uh, not really even stories either. They're just kind of mundane day to day things. <laughs> John's hot pink underwear were confiscated because they're now considered evidence. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, um, but yeah, um, I, honestly, Rogue City, Rose City Comic Con is a little big for me. Um, I don't really like Anime Expo. I don't like expos. Calling it a co Comic Con and Expo are basically synonyms. It's, it's just yeah. weird. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't really like that. I don't want to buy anything. So I'm just like, what am I supposed to be doing here? People liked our costumes, but I was, you know, it was it was just okay. It was better than cosplaying at PAX, which is. You just feel like, why am I cosplaying here? Yeah. You know? This year especially. This year especially, I felt like I stood out, and I don't know. I felt, like, almost bad for having anything jutting off my body. Like, I had arrows, or I had little wings as Rouge the Bat. Um, 
but this, I, I didn't feel bad. And I don't think there was that like vibe, but I was just like, ah, I don't know. Also this one douchebag. Well, what do you guys think about this? I shouldn't frame it. I, I had, um, a tail on the back of my pants and it was barely touching the ground. And he was like, you should prop that up a little bit more. Someone's going to step on it and take your pants off. I feel like he should mind his own business. What do you guys think? Like, I, I will say this. Playing devil's advocate. There may have been some legitimate concern in that. So I don't and it know just came him. off wrong. I don't know. If I don't know you, don't fucking give me unsolicited advice about my yeah, outfit. Like, I, I would like to believe that this person was trying to go and announce some perspective he thought maybe you didn't think of and just brought it up in the worst possible way. I just, I don't know. I it, would. It was not a good situation. That's not the way that you go and handle something like that, but I'm not going to go and damn the guy necessarily for it. Or like if my butt shows, it's my own fault. You know, like it has nothing to do with you. Yep. I don't know. I just don't like people. I, I gave him a stink face too. I was like, <laughs> yeah, why do you, why do you care? Why are you talking to me about this? It's not your problem. But yeah, it was okay. That's all I have to say about it. Just okay. Art was good. Hmm. Yeah. So you had fun with your friends, hated the hotel, hated the con. Gotcha. Love my friends. Love the <laughs> photographers I worked with. Um, I got photos back and I felt really pretty and that was nice. So, yeah. I love drag teeny. <laughs> and then we went to a shitty bar and I had gourmet corn dogs that tasted like pure just spice. They weren't. Eh. They were and then like shrimp that was it's just not good. But yes. We had Johnny Young Bosch at our expo we've all met johnny young bosch tyler <laughs> apparently we've all met johnny young bosch my friends caught a zapdos with him at versus comic-con which i won a I badge know. for that and it didn't happen this year <laughs> it just disappeared it was such a good con it was in seaside it was a beach con now i need another beach con i didn't know i needed one and now i have a void in my heart mm. so is that con that con just ended there's been just no news about it it happened and then it disappeared no scandal, no announcements, no, nothing. Gone. Yes. Has it has it been a year? Yeah, it happened in July. Oh. July is when it was due. <laughs> oh. That one weird. was fun though. Just, they had so many good gone. hotels it, because it was a tourist town. Is there such thing as a roving con that goes to other places? I mean I feel like that's a terrible <laughs> business model for a con. <laughs> well, Minecon did that kind of thing, but it has to be a con that's like known for a thing, and then the con itself travels. Yeah, or have a major endorsement behind it, or something like that. Just, yeah, or like it's traveling for a reason. Like yeah. a feature of it can't be transported. Yeah, well, and like there's a lot of expos that are like that. Uh, like the Kitchen and Bath International show, for example, it moves around every couple of years, just all across the country. Hmm. Occasionally cross multiple countries because you know they were in Toronto that one year. Guys, Never let's again, all go to, but they were there one year. Let's all go to the Kitchen and Bath Expo and let's cosplay as our favorite kitchen appliances. Well, I can assume that is because there's not going to be multiple kitchen and uh, appliance expos. Thus, they need to make it go to multiple places so it can attract 
the people from those areas that aren't willing to travel across the country to not, go to it. Not really, to be honest. Like, this is actually a big thing. HGTV does, goes and spends a week over there every year just going and talking to cabinet designers and appliance manufacturers, furniture designers. Tyler, why are you ignoring me? You could obviously make a keyblade made of whisks and spoons and spatulas. This is an opportunity. Spatulas? Did you say spatulas? You heard me. Aye, spatulas! Aye, me spatula! I can make them out of those? Yeah. And then just cosplay Sora. Well, I would just I would just cosplay Sora in the uh, uh, Ratatouille costume. There you go. He just has a chef hat with the, with the Ratatouille. That's it. John, what is Sora they, they Bob Remy Pants? Oh, yeah. John, what's your kitchen? Just cosplay ex- chefs. Oh. <laughs> go, go, Amy. Ra- uh, John, what is your kitchen expo cosplay? <laughs> he's muted! Oh! He muted himself. He's building suspense. He's gone and muted himself. Well, he thinks about it. Rob, what would your kitchen expo cosplay be? <laughs> it would be less of a cosplay and more just me going and sitting in a giant blender. Nope, you got a cosplay. That was his cosplay, him sitting in a giant blender. Who blended yeah. Rob? And then we gotta like wheel him around. Oh, that sounds like a Rob cosplay. <laughs> a little friendly shade. Yes, have the occasional moment on where it just starts going, making a whizzing noise, and I go and fight to go and keep myself alive. Constantly yeah, you'll being have battered by the wizard. Yeah, you'll be in there just spinning around and eh, I'm a blender. I would be that villain from the Fairly Odd Parents. You remember in the chimp crim okay, this is obscure, nobody's gonna remember it. In the Crimson Chin uh universe, there's that woman who has a giant spatula and she says, I like my cops like I like my eggs. Scrambled and flips them. And she's oh, like a eggs God. and bacon. <laughs> that is my kitchen expo cosplay. <laughs> oh my god. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The fact that you would go and just pull that out of nowhere makes me both love you and hate you all at the same time. Because now I'm going to be wondering, who the fuck was that character again? That's the effect I tend to have on people. You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> that's interesting. You, you could cosplay this. that. If you cosplayed that, that's the kind of character where no one will get it, but then you do find the one person that does get it, and they'll love it because it'd be so obscure. Oh, spatula woman. How many days of expo are there? Because I also want to be the soup fairy from Neopets. And I also want to be Mama from Cooking with Mama. So you would. And you want to speed build them all, don't you? I cannot believe we're actually talking about K-Biz here. There's five days. So you got plenty of time to get all that in. Oh, shit. I can See, even do two days. more cooking cosplays. I think I'll wear Mama for more than one day so I can shop a little bit. And so I can keep telling people I'm just as skilled as Mama. <laughs> or like they'll be like, oh, and you can do this with this item. I'm like, oh, you're going to be... Just as skilled as Mama. <laughs> Tyler, for the love of God, mercifully end this. <laughs> I guess that's I. We've come to a point where we need to just get rid of this podcast <laughs> and just end it because it's gone to a dark place, a black hole, if you will, a black hole of cons. We didn't know there was one, but now we do. So I'd like to say goodbye, uh, and thank you from all of us at the Soccer Rangers podcast in space. You can find us all over the place. Just just search us. Tell your friends. Wherever your free friends. podcasts are sold. Exactly. First you gotta exactly. make friends. Instagram. And then tell them after you make some friends. <laughs> Check us out on Instagram. We have funny pictures on there for every episode. 
Sometimes, sometimes we don't. That Tyler legitimately actually works hard to go and make sure that we have something of interest to put up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah, they're funny. I do. Sometimes they're scary. Sometimes it's just colon dress. The only thing you can count I try. on is it took him six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's it. Okay, bye. Goodbye.